Hi, everybody. Sorry I've been a little sluggish or late finishing up the uh, gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I stopped, if I'm not mistaken, with speaking in an unknown tongue. Lesson five is the interpretation of unknown tongues. Our scripture that we um, use for study is for 1 Corinthians 14 and 2. For he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit he speaks mysteries in the spirit. So we see from this scripture that speaking in an unknown tongue uh, is not a learned language like Spanish or French or something like that. Uh, nor is it an earthly language. It's strictly a supernatural gift from the Holy Ghost. And the very reason that the Apostle Paul wrote 1 Corinthians chapter 14 was because of the abuse and the misunderstanding of tongues. Uh, when you read verses 6 through 11 and verse 16 and 23, you can see that the church at Corinth was given most of their meeting over to speaking in unknown tongues. Also read verses uh, 26 and 27, which tells us there were many tongues and many interpretations and these were being done out of order. So by the Holy Spirit, Paul put restrictions and guidelines upon speaking in tongues to keep order in the church because uh, there were, of course, false prophets with false tongues, you know, imitation tongues was going on, and all of it was not from the Holy Spirit. So Paul was letting them know that the gift of interpretation of tongues was very, very important to maintain order in the church and also to be able to know what was from God and what was not from God. Okay, so one, he said we should pray to interpret. If you're going to speak in tongues, then you should do what? You should pray to interpret the tongue. If you don't have the gift of interpretation to interpret an unknown tongue, then maybe there may be someone in the congregation that does have that gift. While one speak, the other would interpret it. If not, then he felt it was best to be quiet and not uh, say anything at all if there was no interpretation because the understanding would be unfruitful of the congregation. Uh, there wouldn't be any clarity of what was said. It would all just, you'd be edifying yourself. The person would be edifying themselves, speaking in an unknown tongue, and they would be, of course, speaking to God. But then, if you realize in the uh, speaking in tongues where we had the two types of tongue, that there's a time and there's a place for that also, especially if there's no interpretation. 1 Corinthians 14, 18, and 19, you see where Paul says that he's thankful that he speaks in tongues more than they did. He said he'd rather speak five words in English in a service so that their understanding would be complete. So, he wasn't teaching against speaking in tongues, nor was he against it because it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. And all nine gifts work together to complete the body of Christ, okay? So what he was saying, what he was against was the disruption and the disunity that was going on because everybody felt like speaking in tongues was the most uh, important gift, per se. And everybody had a tongue, everybody had a language, and all of them were not from the Lord. We know the devil is a real good imitator of the things of God, so he had no problem, uh, of course, imitating tongues. 
Paul instructed them to desire to uh, desire the gift of prophecy so that the message from God would be clear and that it would edify the church because prophecy, that's just a straight word and you don't have to guess about it. The prophet is going to tell you what's involved in it. Tongues edify the speaker and without interpretation, there's no understanding of what's being said. So you notice that this whole chapter is based on helping the church there at Corinth to understand how important it is, how first of all, all the gifts are important, but how important it is in service for edification and clarification to go forth, to go forth in a service, okay? Certain gifts are known as uh, subordinate gifts because they're lower in rank or position. And this is another thing with speaking in tongues, okay? Because speaking in an unknown tongue is a, is subordinate to prophecy, okay? Means of less value, uh, lower in rank or in position. That's what subordinate means, lower in rank or in position. And speaking in an unknown tongue, even though they were holding it in high esteem uh, and doing it all out of order and causing confusion, it's a subordinate gift to prophecy because it's the and also it's one of the most abused of all gifts. Why? Because it's easily faked. It's easily faked. You can hemahama come in on a Honda, and that might sound like tongue, but all I did was just ran some words together and said, come in on a Honda. You know, and a lot of people come in on a Honda while they're in church and then park at Honda when they get out of church. Okay, no such because they aren't truly baptized with the Holy Spirit. So anyway, that's a mimicking spirit sent from the enemy. And a lot of times in order to gain control or to uh, control the service, they'll speak in an unknown tongue, or what we would call an unknown tongue, which is not from God but from the enemy, and then give the interpretation of it, which would be uh, whatever they say it. So that's why you always need agreement. You need agreement uh, when when person is interpreting tongues, more, uh, doing the interpretation. Uh, more than one person would know, judge, or agree whether or not that tongue is of God, okay? So speaking in an unknown tongue is a subordinate gift to prophecy because it's the most abused of all gifts and easily faked. First Corinthians 14 and 32 says, and the spirit of the prophets are subject, subordinate to the prophets, okay? The spirit of the prophets are subordinate to the prophet. You say, well, now what does that mean, Pastor Bolden, that the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophet? That means that the spirit of prophecy, which would be one of one of the 12 gifts that we're talking about, the gift of prophecy, that is a lesser in rank, lower in rank or position than the office of prophet, which you will find in Ephesians 4 and 11. So they are, because you are moved by the spirit to prophesy in service of the Holy Spirit following you, and you prophesy when the Holy Spirit ignites you or following you, you have the gift of prophecy, yes, but that's different from an E4 officer. The officers in Ephesians 4 and 11, uh, that is an office, not a gift. And they don't need to be activated uh, by the Holy Spirit in a service in order to give prophets. As in Old Testament prophets, as in Elijah, uh, Isaiah, when the Lord spoke and gave them a message to give to the people, then they would do that or to someone in person. So there's a difference between the gift 
of prophecy as in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12 verses 8 through 10 and the office of prophets as in Ephesians 4 and 11 okay so that means that prophecy the gift of prophecy is subordinate to the prophet because the gift of prophecy is not the same as the office of the prophets Ephesians 4 and 11 so check that out and you can do some background research on it also Okay, speaking in an unknown tongue is subordinate to the interpretation of an unknown tongue. Also, why? Simply this. Because the interpretation of the unknown tongue brings clarity. Everybody leave with an understanding of what was said. So when you're speaking in an unknown tongue and you can interpret that tongue, then the church is edified and that puts you basically uh, you're doing the same thing that a person would do if they gave a word of prophecy. There's no misunderstanding what's being said. Unless you're doing that, then of course, speaking in an unknown tongue is subordinate to the interpretation of an unknown tongue. It's of lesser value, in other words. It's lower in rank. Not say lesser value, let's say it's lower in rank or position than being able to interpret what's being spoken in an unknown tongue. Simply this, because it brings understanding. Everybody leave with understanding and not wondering. They have clarity uh, from the Holy Spirit, and that's why that's better. Okay? Also, speaking in tongues is also subordinate to the gift of teaching. Okay? Look at Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 14 and 19. It's subordinate to the gift of teaching. Okay? Speaking in an unknown tongue without interpretation is the most heavily regulated and most subordinate of all the gifts. Why? Because they're easily faked and abused. So if you're speaking in an unknown tongue publicly, pray to interpret so the congregation can benefit from the message. After all, there's a message from the Lord. Everyone should be able to understand it, and you should be able to interpret so if you have the gift of speaking in tongues, if you pray and seek the Holy Spirit, you can ask ask him to also give you the gift of interpreting an unknown tongue so that uh, your understanding will be complete, complete if you're in public and also the churches, okay? Okay, so that's lesson, that's lesson five. I'm playing, I'm really playing some uh, catch up here, okay? So, um... Okay, I'm going to end it. It's only, I started to put the others on here, but I won't. I'll end it and go to the next lesson, which will be lesson six. And I hope I wasn't too scattered. I was just doing the points that we had in Bible study. And, of course, in Bible study, it took an hour, but we had questions, and each one had some input, so that made it longer. Right now, uh, you're listening, and thank God you are, and hopefully you're learning. So reading from once again, just to recap first Corinthians 14 and two, that's our base scripture. And then we made, I made uh, seven points about interpreting uh, the value of the gift of interpretation of unknown tongue and why it's so important. Why it's so important. Glory to God. I mean, you can't do something that you don't understand to do. So we want to thank God for lesson five, interpretation of an unknown tongue. Hope it wasn't too scattered. Hope I didn't read too fast. Hope it wasn't confusing. 
God bless you. Have a good rest of the evening.